Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, everybody. This is the show about the show. So if you normally listen to the DA show, these are kind of like the extensive director's cut, if you will, some bonus features on a weekly basis that we put together. And this is available on iTunes if you're not catching it there because you're listening to it, say, on a stream from daoncbs.com. That's the website where it's also at. Then you can get it at both the website or on iTunes. It has its own iTunes feed as well. So apparently this is a very special episode of the PGP because we are moving time slots coming up here in a couple of weeks on April the 17th. And as was announced last week, we will be moving into the old Tiki and Tierney slot as Tiki and Tierney slide into Doug Gottlieb slot three until six Eastern. So we go 9A until noon Eastern. And now it can be finally announced officially that Mraz will also be making the maneuver with me. And so congratulations, Mraz. Good to see the bosses give you the tap on the shoulder and the green jacket. I'm excited. I think they're nuts and they're crazy for allowing me to do so. But I'm uh, I'm pumped up, man. I'm ready to uh, to really work like a normal human being, but work hard, too. I don't think you've exhaled yet. No, I haven't. I definitely haven't. I don't know when you will exhale. No, I, I mean, as you know, the last month and a half has kind of been a whirlwind for me, not knowing what was going on. And now that I do know what's going on, I'm now not breathing anymore because now I'm like in giddy up mode and okay, I have to, what can I change? What can I do better? What can I, whew, and I'm even exhaling now as I'm trying to do that. So yes. So a lot this, going on, on the toes, as they say. This is not the normal happy-go-lucky Big, friendly, king of queens, Mraz. This is right now a little bit more reserved. Yes. A little bit more trying to kind of put everything in its place in your mind. For sure. It's been a mental chess match for me, and the mental chess match is only getting harder. And it appears that it might be a a mental chess match for others because from what you've told me, the side B is a little bit of an introspection on your relationship with Berman and Berman no longer going to be with us because he's staying in the evenings. Yes, essentially the entire, other than just shows moving, update anchor schedules are changing. So it, it, what's going to happen here inside me, because I've already taped this with Berman, just a brief summary. Jay Berman's going to join me. I expected it to go one way where we were going to have some fun and it kind of twists another way where he kind of gets upset at people for kind of being happy or moving on and stuff like that. And we really dig deep. And I think we get to a point in this side B of the PGP where Jay Berman almost admit that he can't stand to see other people happiness. And I think he's a little upset that whatever relationship he's built up with me, he fears will no longer exist as we'll be working exactly opposite schedules. So he doesn't like seeing people happy. Yeah. Well, 
Basically, Peter Schwartz, as you know, who started with the overnights, is... is I do know him, yes. Right, okay, yes. <laughs> he is leaving, essentially, his full-time position on the overnight CBS Sports Radio, and he's going to have a part-time role. He wrote a, a lengthy blog, including various oh, music quotes. I didn't realize this. Yes, you're going to have to get into this. Wow. So right This be- is on CBS New York? Uh, I believe on the cbssportsradio.com page, slash, uh, click the After Hours page, and gotcha. Amy allowed him so to write. This is he- Amy's page on the website right and and i basically what happened is he had tweeted this out and jay berman read it literally moments before joining me on the pgp and i think it set him off into he admits on there i don't want to give too much away he's had it with the bows and everybody taking the bows and the movie and and he's basically he's done with everything here at cbs sports radio as far as not everything at cbs sports radio as far as everybody kind of Looking for bouquets, and he and it gets into that nobody takes more bouquets than me. And I had written some on my personal Facebook page about me moving time <laughs> slots. I basically he's had it, and we basically we dig at the heart of Jay Berman to figure out where this is all stemming from. So I think it's almost like a Barbara Walters interview. We get really deep inside the mind of Jay Berman inside B. Wow. Yeah, and and I'm gonna be honest. It's sometimes in that, and when you listen to side B, it's 17 minutes of some awkward and uncomfortable moments because there are times because I'm hearing this off for the first time that I'm a little angry and upset with him. Yeah, but we kind of go back and forth. And I think we really dig somewhere with Jay Berman. So, do you think your relationship with him is better right now or worse after taping the the side B? I think we're at an understanding. I, to be honest, I I consider Jay Berman a good friend. Me and him have gotten close because we've worked the same hours for going on four plus years. I mean, we've hung out outside of work and all. I think maybe in my mind, either I'm not processing because I have so much other stuff on my mind that I'm not going to see Jay Berman. You know what I mean? Like that's like to the back burner. And I think almost maybe he feels slighted because he feels like he's losing one of his best friends here. Huh. Um, and I, I never really looked at it that way. So I do feel a little sad about that. But I mean, Jay, I mean, I'm not dying. You know, we're going <laughs> we're gonna to see each other at some point. This is what we said to you about Ryan Callahan and Derek Jeter. Exactly. You see how this comes full circle? I think Berman's got a little of, you know, I just want him back. Well, when will your shift end? In two weeks. No, I know, but what time of the day? 3 p.m. But Jay Berman's new spot is now starting at, say, 7 p.m. Oh. Because he's got kind of going into the half Schwartz role, half his night role. So he'll be here maybe like 6 p.m. to 3 a.m. or something like that. Oh, because he normally gets in much earlier than that now. Right, so exactly. I was thinking that you guys would still cross still over. Still cross paths. Now there's a chance come football season if Rich Ackerman still does his eye on football shows that maybe they let Jay do some days. And then I can see him again in the fall. But, yeah, in the meantime, I mean, I'm unless I happen to see Jay on a weekend or we go to a game. Well, here's the thing. I can't even go to a game with him at night now that I have nights off because he's not going to have any nights off. So he's really – seems like he's really upset that he's not going to see me anymore. Yeah, that's tough. That's too bad. Berms is a good guy. He has a he has a hard shell, but he's a really good dude. And um, yeah, I could understand kind of feeling like he's. I get it. I get. It. I'm I, not I, gonna see you. Yeah, it almost feels like a breakup. But I'm trying to tell him, you know, it's not you. It's me. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those situations. Well, I mean, look, this is going to be pretty exciting because uh, now we know we are remaining the tandem and we'll move to the to the 9 a.m. to noon roll. And so what does that mean for our update person? Our update person, as far as I've been told, will be Andrew Bogish. So it's going to stay Bogish and it's going to be Bogish through noon? There's no change there? In the no, I believe shift? we will have one full Andrew Bogish every day unless he takes off. Okay, so for those- Wait, and oddly enough, by the way, if he takes off, from what I gather, first on deck to take a bogus shift if he takes off is Peter Schwartz. No way. <laughs> Apparently that, or so he told me. Will we ever get a Wilkins? 
it's going to be really rare. I saw Jacob Friday night, and uh, he basically was teary-eyed saying he's basically never going to see me as well. Well, here's the thing. He might not actually work the shift, but you know, as soon as we text him to come in for the chicken challenge oh, he's part in. three, he's going to be here. He's in, 100%. So, for those that don't know Bogish, Bogish has been the morning update guy on the network since we launched, right? Yes, uh, because well, he, he wasn't doing... He wasn't doing TBD. No, he was with John Feinstein at the beginning right, in that so midday role. Starting at 9 a.m. Yes, exactly. So for those that remember us on the on the overnight, we preceded Tiki, Dana Jacobson, and Brandon Tierney. Now, Dana left for TV, and so that has left Tiki and Tierney over the last two and a half, three years or so. And so Bogish has been doing updates starting at 9 a.m. because Dana was doing them through 9 a.m. during the old, the, the first morning show iteration and so bogus has been doing morning uh updates and now is he he's doing them for the 6a to 9a geo and jones right yes he's with geo and jones and tiki and tierney so essentially if you've listened to the 9 a.m to noon eastern slot from the get-go you have heard bogus now who will be on his third show of duty if you will in that slot right because feinstein started it then tiki and tierney took it over and now us. yes okay so i i bring this up because Bogish is a very good addition to our show. I happen to agree. He's an excellent addition to our show. Quirky personality. Correct. Sneaky funny. I don't even think sneaky. I think he's legit funny. He's legit funny. Very quick on his feet. Very quick on his feet and and knows a lot more than sports. Like he he knows everything about everything. And I think that playing off of you kind of teeing it up, me being a a full-blown idiot, I think he slides right into that role where, you know, third beach ball in the air, he's ready to swat it. Yes, yes. I think there are some update anchors that we know because of the the unique personality of the show, the quirkiness, the uh, strangeness, the kind of um, the imagination of it, um, also kind of the parody, the, the, the sarcasm that's involved. Not every update person is going to be able to kind of hang and and trade punches. No, of course not. And I'll give you a little taste, and maybe a lot of listeners don't remember this. Bogus will. Bogus will. But Bogus, we got a taste of this when we filled in on the Geo and Jones show last right. year. We got a one-day cameo on a Monday. That's right. And we kind of did like a hat tip to we were doing the morning show, and Bogus stepped right in, and we basically did the DA show yeah. in a morning show format, and he was perfect in that role. Yeah. So it was a one-day cameo 13 months ago that I think can ring true going forward, and maybe it was a prelude that we didn't see coming. Yeah, I think people are going to like it. I think people are really going to like that. And also... Bogish is a friend of both you and I. Yeah, of so course. We're yeah. very comfortable with him. It's not like it's a new person that's been thrown in there. Uh, we've known him for years now. I get along with him. You get along with him. So I think it's. I think that part is going to be awesome. Right, 100%. So it begs the question, out of the update anchors that can trade punches, that can sit in the ring with the DA show and be totally comfortable, I think Bogus will be very good. In terms of me scouting him, I would say this is a free agent signing that I have no doubt fits into the offense very well. I would say um, one of the other people that I scout, and now we have experience with them in the in the system, Erica Herskowitz, a perfect fit. 
100%. I think an absolute perfect slam dunk 100% fit. She gets it, quote-unquote. And she loves trading blows. She will make fun of you. She will make fun of all of us. She will make fun of the show. She Has the sarcasm to go with it. She'll be self-deprecating. She's got good like stories about her family. She's just interesting. She gets it. She's yes. funny, and she's interesting, and she's smart, and she's quick. And those are the things we're looking for. And I think Bogish is, again, smart, funny, quick, um, all of those things. Um who else is really good in that I, spot? I think Marco Belletti, you're not giving enough credit to because he's got a lot of funny stuff with the family and his, you know, his wife's family, always sitting him out on Thanksgiving, and he's got a little cockiness from having his big baseball career when he was younger. <laughs> and he's kind of like the lunch pail guy. I think I think I think you underappreciate what Marco Belletti can bring to a table. I think Belletti's very good. Sometimes um I wonder if we had Belletti every single day. I think I could. I could. Is that get stale? Is that where you're going? No, no, no. I, I think I'd be able to see more of the more of him in the offense. Okay. I don't know because we we get him so sporadic. So is he like Rhett Ellison with the Vikings getting the big deal with the Giants? <laughs> like, okay, his touchdown numbers weren't there, but he's a good blocker. <laughs> Maybe a little bit. Um, we know Kevin Dexter's not a good fit for us. No, it's just nice guy doesn't fit the offense. We know it. It's square not, peg round hole because he's not opinionated. He doesn't want to be opinionated, does not want to have a personality. Just wants to read the scores every half hour. Yeah, just wants to do that job and get out. That's just not what we really do. Like, Bogish will have a trash Tuesday, right? Oh, yeah, yeah he should. He's, like, ready to to rip. No, no no question. I'd imagine Bogish is ready April 18th, the first Tuesday. Let's break it out. Let's go. Yeah, he might also be ready to trash things that happened in his previous show that he just came off of. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So, um, so that should be that should be perfect. Who else is a really good fit in our offense? See, I'm leaving Berman out of this right. because I think Berman doesn't allow himself to get really comfortable in an offense. That's a good point. He, he, he hesitates too much at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, you, you throw him the pass, and like he, I, he just doesn't want to emote too much. He doesn't want to put too much out there, you know. So but he can. He, he totally can. Untapped potential. Totally. Like, if you talk to Berman off the air, you know he's got the rat-a-tat that... Right. And he kills everybody better than anybody. There are a few people in my life that have made me laugh harder just in natural conversation than Jay Berman. And I mean that seriously. Yeah. I guess another guy would be Waller, right? Waller. Yeah, Waller. But he's a little self-deprecating. And that's okay. Did I use that word right? Yeah. And that's okay. But Waller, I feel like... There's a little berm in there where he won't totally allow himself to just throw it out on the table. You know what I think it is with a Berman and a Waller? I say this, I hope I not, I'm not burning any bridges with them. I think they have corporate scars on them. <laughs> where I think they've they've towed the line on their own before. <laughs> and I think they're almost afraid sometimes to either say what's on their mind or say something a little too cr- or jump in too much while you're talking. Yeah. Because I think they have some corporate scars from some past talks with bosses. Uh, that's about, probably fair. About stuff that has nothing to do with our show, for instance. Like rain it in. Rain, rain, rain it, it in. in. And I think those two guys are always raining it in because they're naturally really funny. Right. I know they've had a history with random stuff they've done nothing bad but like you know where they've done something maybe just a little too stupid where you know the bosses have said something to him and i think they're maybe mm. i don't use the word shell-shocked but a little yeah. shell-shocked like they can give it to you but uh, i don't know if i want to do that here i can see that is wilkins a good fit wilkins is an unbelievable cameo personality for us he yeah. is he's is the best cameo you know my problem with wilkins is but I think can it, you get wilkins five days a week three hours a day no i don't think you can 
I think Wilkins is too much of a caricature. I don't know. You think he's a specialty guy? He's yeah, a, like a... like Berman. I mean, not Berman, uh, Wilkins is great in in what he is, but five days a week, I don't know, man. I I just I can't pot commit to a Wilkins five days a week. <laughs> but put it this way: if if he was with us through his whole rookie deal, like four year contract in the NFL, right? We could win a championship with him, and then like when it came time for free agency, the fans would be all in. Like you got to bring this guy back. But somebody might be duped into giving him a bigger offer. And if yeah. I'm the general manager, I look around and go, okay, you know what? You want to give him the 10 million a year? Take him. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> on Wilkins, um, I think that the two shows that have been in that time slot prior, Feinstein and Tiki and Tierney, have been pretty um, middle-of-the-road sports shows. Right. They have guys that are giving sports takes. And look, I personally very much like John Feinstein. Um, and I think Teak and Tierney are really good guys, and I think their show is going to be great on TV, and I, I really enjoy it. But they're not going to be—they're not going to color outside the lines too badly. Like when you hear it, it's that's a that's a, just a solid sports radio show, right? And where we come in is way more quirky, way more imagination-based, way more out of left field, and. I think there might be some concern from listeners that maybe we'll get more conservative with what we do, less wacky, which was the concern when we moved from overnights to nights. Oh, my God. You know, you're going to have to become more corporate. And I think there might be that expectation as well from people around the building. I can tell them that's not happening. I've what- tried telling others. I'm glad you're on the same page because we actually haven't discussed this, but the bosses have elected to move the show for a reason. They know what they're getting. They're not moving the show to have us do a show that Tiki Tierney did. Well, also, I can't do a show outside of the show that I've always done. I mean, <laughs> right. no, no matter where it has been, in Kansas City, I had a talking robot with a with a British accent doing the weather. Um, in in, in uh, Boston, uh, I had Mario coins and Atari sound effects uh, and kids calling in every night that were under the age of 10. Um, on the overnight show, we just had kind of madness on a daily basis. And uh, continuous, continuously, this is the, the show that I want to do, and it's the only one that I will elect to do. So everybody thinking that this is going to be a different version. Uh, it's not. It's going to be probably more of the same. I will only be now more empowered to do this. And that brings us to Wilkins. Uh, we're going to get – I'm going to make sure we have a pretty healthy dose of Wilkins. Even, Is that right? Well, because I just think he's – What are a, you, Stephen Jones ripping the, the card away from Jerry Jones here? I just told you we can't have him five days a week. I, I, just, I just believe – again, do I think that Wilkins is a five-day-a-week guy on the show? Maybe not. I don't know that. But I know – that he's got to be calling all of our uh, gimmicky uh, co- uh, competitions. I know he's got to be brought in for kind of that like bizarre uh, parody of a sportscaster personality. So he's going to be in the offense, um, you know. <laughs> really opening up the playbook. <laughs> the, you know, the chicken challenge will continue. The wienership will continue. Um, all of these kind of weird and bizarre ways that uh, we we've done the show, the the whole thing is just be it continues with that, but just it's on now on steroids in a much better part of the day where even more people can listen to it and wonder what the hell am I listening to? And put it this way, a lot more post show talks with the boss back there. And remember the old saying, it's better to ask for forgiveness than permission. Yeah, that's the only negative. That's the only downside. I think it's all positive going into this new shift. I am thrilled about it. Uh, the only negative I see is that the boss is in the office for every minute of our show. 
So he, we know he is dedicated to listening to all of it. Right. He will listen to all of it. There's no like late hours we can get away with stuff. The overnight, we just knew that nobody cared. I'm going to hear those feet running up the ramp to go to tell me <laughs> something's got to be knocked off. And then uh, post-show, yeah, you could imagine a few. Uh, why, don't, why don't we talk about that segment? Just breathe easy. It's coming. But it's going to be great. And uh, it starts April the 17th. We move 9 a.m. until noon Eastern time. And if you can't listen live, um, all of the show, once again, will be available the same way it is right now on iTunes. And then also DA On Demand, which is our website, daoncbs.com. Um, and then uh, if you can't listen on the radio, because maybe your affiliate has local programming on at that time, the stream is going to be great. Your app or the the computer. I mean, what better way to just burn time at work besides listening to us? So there you go. Well, I'm excited about a very special episode of the uh, PGP, which is uh, included now with the side B. Let's hear an emotional Jay Berman open up. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. All right. Welcome into side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, the executive producer of the DA show. And host of Side B. Joined for the first time in a long time, and it really shows you where the bench has gone here since Joe D's departure has left us. James isn't in studio. We're get, trying to get this off on a Tuesday. We have the one and only Jay Berman on Side B, the PGP. Jay, how are you doing? Basically, you're telling me I'm still a bench guy, which I resent very much. Thank you. No, but you come off the bench and you hit us in a pinch. And I got to be honest, Jay, right now, what we have going outside of this studio is nothing short of comical. The, I guess you would call him legend of sports radio, Mike Francesa, is standing a mere 15 feet from us across glass, and he's holding court in the newsroom with two guys who have worked in this business a long time, neither of which could care less about the New York Yankees, and Francesa is drilling into them the Yankee lineup for opening day. Your thoughts on what we are observing here? No, I have no thoughts other than I wish I could take back that 30 seconds of listening to that ridiculous conversation. We basically walk into the studio to to tape this, and all we hear, and we look over, and we just see, what you have to picture is basically John Minko is update, guys, a short, kind of frumpy, older older man. Uh, Dove Kramer, who is basically wears the same white shirt and dress pants every day with a long gray beard, and there's Francesa with his voice going, all right, let me tell you something. Gary Sanchez is going to hit second in this lineup. And I know from working with these guys – as Jay Berman passes gas because it would be a PGP. I know with working with these guys, they could care less about the Yankees. Why do you think Francesca is talking to these guys about the Yankee lineup? Because I really think, other than maybe his kids, maybe his kids, there's nothing he cares more about than the Yankees and trolling the Mets. That's it. <laughs> okay, got into the Mets here. Speaking of uh, people who are Yankee fans, this will be a weird transition. You just got done reading a blog on Amy Lawrence's website? Correct. Uh, I guess the after hours, what is the exact plug to get there? I know it's on CBSSportsRadio.com. You click after hours. That's all you need. Okay. It's Peter Schwartz, former uh, DA show legend for two years, will be leaving. Really throwing around the word legend today. (laughs) That is two legend drops. He will be, in the midst of all the shakeups, we we talked about some last week on the PGP. Peter Schwartz is being relieved of his full-time position, if you will, and he's made this very public on social media. He'll still stick around here part-time, but part of that is now he is going to end his overnight era, if you will, after almost five years, and he just wrote a very nice blog about about those were the days. Um, I know a lot of this stuff hits close to you with being an update anchor. There have been changes to the CBS Sports Radio schedule, but let's focus on Pete himself. Your thoughts 
on Schwartz, you know, basically tipping his cap at the dugout here. Yeah, it's a bit much. I'm not going to lie. Um, Whoa, you're saying Pete's a bit much right now? No, I think the blog is a bit much. Okay. I mean, he's serenading himself, which is, uh, you know, a little bit self-serving. Whoa. Yeah, I, I let's just say this. Is there some friction between you and Peter Schwartz? Absolutely not. Peter, Peter Schwartz is my guy. Peter is a good man. Okay. Um, I ju- just, what are we taking bows for? Interesting. So you have a little bit of an issue with Pete taking bows. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't read every letter of the blog post. I read the beginning. I read the end. There were some song quotes in there. You know, oh, these are the days. The I mean, there's pictures in there. You know, it's. Uh, I mean, so you get want- serious. That's what it is. <laughs> What's well, a sad day for Pete? He's been around here a long time. I mean, he should be in many ways happy that he could get a normal night's sleep because we've we love Pete. But, you know, he had many nights where he was very tired on those overnights because he does a lot with his kids and his family. He's the ultimate family man. But you see, I, I, I I'm not dis- ripping the guy. I'm just saying it was a bit you. much. I, it's a bit much, but. Yeah, but that's the kind of you. It's funny. You know, after your uh, your switch to uh, the days or middays, however you want to uh, phrase it, um, you were taking bows on Facebook as well. Which I have this not announced on bit- side B, the PGP yet, by the way. Do you want to edit this out? No, we can keep going. Okay. Well, you were uh, taking bows on Facebook, which drew the ire of my wife. What, is that right? That is right. Okay. Who's, who cares about his career? Why does he think everyone cares about his career? Really? Oh, hard to disagree. Okay, hold on. So now we've really opened up a can of worms that I didn't think we were going to get into here on the PGP. That's why you side with Peter and I don't. Okay. I, don't need to, I, don't, I don't care what you think about your job or what's left of it. Let me probably. Let me process this for a second. So, for those of you who don't Taking know, maybe bows. didn't hear it in the first part of this PGP, yes, I have gotten the word I am moving with DA to the middays. I did uh, for friends and family. I don't accept listeners, really, to my Facebook friends list because I just like to keep that world separate. I find Facebook to be more of a personal Yeah, because there's thousands and thousands of people trying to beat down the door to get to your Facebook feed. <laughs> Here up. we go again with you. Shut up. I'm telling you, I get friend requests all the time. And I, I love if you follow me on Twitter and Instagram, but the Facebook I keep personal. So, yes, I did write something on Facebook. Connie, you know, excited for the next opportunity. Taking bows like you wouldn't believe. And you're telling me that your wife had an issue with this. Not an issue. Many issues. Are you lying to me right now? Hand to God. I'm being serious. I can't believe that, Jay. Yeah. Paula well, likes me. So, so you guys basically just both sit there miserable. I, there was everybody. nothing for me to say other than it's hard for me to argue with you, sweetheart. So now that's why you think I have Peter Schwartz's back, because you think we're both bow takers. Not think, no. <laughs> that's exactly why. But there's a little bit you of a difference. You guys love to serenade, your, serenade yourselves. You love to take well, bows. Yeah. You need you need everyone to know about your emotions. I mean, get serious. Nobody. Ca- Let's be honest. Let's be honest. And the same goes for me. Nobody cares if Pete's leaving. I don't care that Pete's leaving, and Pete wouldn't care if I was leaving. I, and the same goes so. for you. I'm happy for your promotion, but I don't give a rip. Okay. Wow. Wow. Okay. I think we've dug into something here. I don't even, I'm kind of ticked off at you right now. I got to be honest. <laughs> Are you really? That you're throwing this one shade at me. First of all, if you're Peter Schwartz and you've you've worked hard for four years, and you know what? He's built up a rapport with listeners. I'm I've sure. worked hard for four years, too, most of the time. Well, but I'm saying like you Like 75% you of the I'm time. I'm not saying you would write a blog. So your, your biggest problem is the blog. But you wouldn't put on Facebook, hey, leaving CBS Sports Radio, something like this? No. Real, see, you're just a different animal, Jay. So you have, do you have more of a problem with the social media world in general, with what we share and what's going on? I have much. Look at it like this: you are you are announcing to a world 
that you think exists. No, an inner circle. Inner circle, bro. The way you come on now with that post on Facebook. That's my inner circle. Throwing rose petals on the ground so that you can walk on them and not walk on anything else. Oh, stop it! You're you're being so ridiculous. Am I? And I think Pete's just. You know what? Pete's upset that he's leaving. I think it's his way of getting it out. You know what I mean? It's not like I, I. I don't think Pete's excited about leaving. I think he's sad. He has a lot of memories there. I have no problem with that. I think you're out of line. But let's cut deep into the real, real crux of this issue. Make here. it about you. Here we go. Here we go. Yep. You're not happy about me taking bows. Your wife isn't happy about me taking bows. Which, by the way, I still haven't taken to Twitter or Instagram or any of that. I really kept it to just a personal level on Facebook with what was going on. Okay, because I was pretty stressed out about not knowing if I was going for a while and the whole deal. And now that now that that's been lifted, hold on. I'm looking forward. This has to nothing it. to do with you being stressed out about it. I, we were all on board with you. We thought it was ridiculous how it went down. And we were very nervous for you. That has nothing to do with taking bows. Those okay. are very separate issues. Okay. Point being, though, Jay, what this comes down to, I'm going to hit it right here. We're going to get it all out in the air. We're not going to see each other anymore. Nope. And I think that's bothering you more than it's bothering me, maybe. First of all, that does bother me, 100%, especially the people that I'm going to end up dealing with is very unfortunate. Um, yeah, we've, we've, I mean, through the overnights and through the evenings, we grew a rapport. We became very good friends. And now, because your hours are going to turn into Monday through Friday, what, 7 p.m. to 3 a.m.? Correct. And I will be out of here. I basically work an opposite hours. I'll be out of here yep. at 3 p.m. Not basically opposite hours. We exactly are not, opposite hours. We are literally not going to see each other except for social gatherings and perhaps if the schedule changes come football season. And I think you have a problem and your wife has a problem with me taking bows on Facebook because you think I shouldn't be celebrating not seeing you. See, here's where you are mistaken. Okay. Not everything is about me. It's very different in your world. Everything is about you well, and your world. I think world. this is a little bit about you. It has nothing your to do with... Your hatred here, because you've always been bitter, angry, Berman, and now I think it's really bothering you. I'm better, Berman, now. I was never bitter. Okay. So go ahead. It's never about you. Explain. For me, it's never about me. For you, it's always about you. Always. No, it's not. Yes, it is. I'm the biggest team guy You know what I was is. thinking about? That is an absolute crock of you-know-what. Let me give you an example, because I was thinking about this the other day. Okay. How, and by, by the way, our listeners are getting real insidey here, a little tension behind the mics. Okay. How many times have I helped you with the epic fail? Several. Several? More than several. Well, what, there's no quantitative amount on several. Several uh, means more than a couple. More than a couple. Yes. Fine. Many times. Many times, yes. Okay, you have been a good soldier and helped me out when, when you know, times were tough. I there. know what you're going to say to this, but I'll say it anyways. I was thinking if I ever needed anything like that from you... I would do it. You never have. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you need any Roger Goodell cuts yesterday? Did I use any? Not one. Did I ask so for that was him? spiteful. That was spiteful. You saw my name attached to those cuts, and you didn't want to use. Honestly, them. you know what happens when I see your name attached to a cut in the in the editing system? I yes. think someone made the cut. Someone else made the cut on your computer. That's what I think, and was signed in as you because I'm I'm always convinced there's no way it was actually you. So you think I'm that lazy at my job? It's not laziness because you would do it if you wanted to, but you always have a BS excuse as to why you can't do what it is. Whether it's right or wrong, what is assigned to you? You have made excuses for two years. So you think I'm an excuse maker? Let's see. And by the way, a common theme. Maybe I am. By the way, you were supposed to do that in your overnight days as well. And I know for a fact you did not do one cut. Not one cut. Actually, Kenny's job was to get the cuts in the overnight days. No, yours, yours was as well. 
How many? Let me ask you something. You came in for four hours a night when you were supposed to be here for eight hours a night. No, I got here earlier. We got here a lot earlier than the overnight crew does now. You, first of all, there were many times, which means you were supposed to be here at 10 p.m. There were times I was here at 8 o'clock at night. Not when I was here. Okay. So, oh, you worked one overnight once. <laughs> no, I'm saying when I was working the nights, we would overlap on Sunday nights into Monday morning. I would never see you. I would see Kenny. I would never see you. Okay, yeah, because I was getting home because I was working till freaking 6 in the morning, okay? No, you're not understanding. When I would, when my shift was it. ending. Okay. Bottom line is Kenny didn't put any cuts in either. And uh, let me ask you a follow-up here. As Correct. Really, Kenny did not put in cuts either. We're really letting it all air to air out here between what a problem these anchors seem to have like you with I, people like me. You're a misunderstanding where I'm coming from. I'm just saying. Yeah, you help me out. I'm going to miss you helping me out. Is that what you want me to say? No, I was never. I'm fa- going to miss you helping me out every day. I don't know that I'm going to get bogus to help me out. Oh, you're not. There's no. I mean, is the epic fail traveling from 6 to 10 to of 9 course, to 12? You travel from, from the overnight, I would imagine. I mean, DA and myself haven't necessarily hammered out all the details about what's coming with. Well, I got some news for you. You better get real familiar with YouTube because that's where you basically get most of your stuff for the epic fail. I know how to use it, Jay. I've Correction. got my own cuts. Correction. That's where I get most of your stuff for epic Jay, fail. I still do more of the cuts than you do. First of all, it's not my job. No, it's not. Second of all, that's not true because yeah. I get a lot of my own cuts. And third of all, have I ever asked you? Wow. Ever asked you to help me? No, you haven't. That's what real friends are about. Is we've really tapped into something here. You're really upset at her friend. No, I'm not. Do upset. you think we're not going to be friends anymore? No, I. This has nothing to do with friends. No, open it up. I feel like we're at a therapy session here. You're really upset that I'm leaving no. and not going to see you. No, no, yes, no, no. you are, Jay. Open it up your hearts a little <laughs> bit. I could tell here. You know, in a, in a moment of drinking on Friday night, you got a little sappy. Jay, we're not going to see each other. Give me a hug. Give me a hug. Yeah, get serious, all right? We don't need to hug. I asked you to hug on yeah, Friday night. Yeah, you did. So Friday night- You we- had two Coronas with a little bit of lime juice, and you're, you're all over me. I don't think that's true. Friday night, we uh, DA was down in, in for spring training down in Florida, but the rest of us around the crew went out. Joe D came back into the city for to kind of celebrate Jody's first week of his new job. Another guy, by the way, takes a lot of bows, Joe D. And we all went the, out. The and that's changing the Twitter feed, taking pictures of the new office. It's just, just, it's just not my style. I'm sorry. I think you have a problem with anybody celebrating anything in life. I think you're so bitter and so worn down that you don't think anybody should be happy. You know what? I think you're right. You know, people are allowed to right. be happy, Jay. We're taking breaths every day, sipping water. What's the point if we're never going to be happy? Hold on. I'm not going to answer that because I'm going to be professional here. What's the point if we're not going to be take happy? Take the call if you need no, to take the call. No, I'm not going to take the call. Okay. Um, we know for a fact that it's an unimportant call yeah. because if it was an important call, you'd take it. Uh, it isn't. Don't skate the question. What Why was the question? Why do you have a problem with this? With everybody being happy. I'm just not the kind of guy that throws um, throws bouquets at myself. You're in the right spot, though. We we brought up Mike Francesa, who's like, you know, the ultimate, the ultimate uh, taking bows. <laughs> that's, you know? So that's how we start, with Mike taking bows, into Schwartz it's come, taking it's bows. Come, it's come full circle. Into me taking bows. Okay, if you had the rate, <clears throat> who takes the most bows, myself, Schwartz, or Mike Francesa? Give me a, give me a power No, ranking. we're leaving Francesa out of this because we don't work with Francesa. Okay. Okay. I'm talking CBS Sports Radio. Okay. Nobody takes the bows you take. Nobody. Interesting. And do does everybody feel this way or just you? I don't know. I don't talk to everybody because See that's your because you're not nice. <laughs> that's ridiculous. You're not nice to people. There are people that don't like me and that's that's up to them and that's fine and I don't um Sometimes I don't even blame them for not liking me. I'm just the kind of guy that like you kiss everybody's ass because you're afraid to be honest. 
Yeah, everybody, you just smooch everybody. That's how you. Smooch. That's how you do it. You know, but then you'll turn around when they walk away and complain about how you don't like them. And I say to you, how many times have I said to you, then why do you talk to them? Okay, so you're basically calling me two faced. No, not two faced. You're just you're dishonest to yourself. Wow, I can't believe in the last 15 minutes we have gotten all this. I hope you. Yeah, I hope you feel better about yourself. I don't feel better out. about because myself because our listeners are going to hear exactly how bitter you sound. And you know what else? This is probably the last time I'll ever do this, unless you have me back next week. Which, by the way, is definitely possible. I can't. Have I ever done two weeks in a row? Which, by the way, by the oh, way, to find out how angry you really are about everything. Right we now. need to do a baseball preview. I thought I was your guy for baseball and hockey. We're not doing that on the PGP now. We're only doing behind the scenes. Oh, so there you go. Oh. But you still may be on next week. Oh, oh, oh. Okay, real quickly, Jay. In case I don't get you back next week, what will you? Do miss? you want to uh, put a nice ribbon on this? What will you miss most about working with the DA show? Um. Not much. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, you guys, you guys. The camaraderie, right? Yeah, absolutely. I, too, I was Jay. thinking about this today because I, I was um, confused about how your schedule changes. Your schedule doesn't change until a couple of weeks from now. Right. So I was thinking, and I know you're not going to be here for a couple of days this week. Phoenix. Um, yep. So I was thinking this was the last time that I'm going to see you maybe ever. You know, it's we could ever. get we could get run over by a bus tomorrow. You never know. This is really you have really thought about everything here. No, yes, this is, because your new schedule starts next week. You're still going to see me for two weeks. Yeah, right. Schedule. I had forgotten about that, but you know, time is limited here, my friend. You know what? The, I I think we've sewed it up here on side B of the PGP. You're a guy who's afraid of his own emotions. Hundred percent. A guy who puts up a wall. Hundred percent. And everything about this is bothering you. Yeah. A lot of it is. Okay. Jay Berman is going to sign off now on the PGP with us and probably go cry tonight and wonder why he didn't open up more. For the final time, I've passed gas on a PGP. All right. You can follow Jay on Twitter. Here we go. Here we go. Jay and his 200 followers. (laughs) What's your Twitter handle to follow you? At Jay Berman, J-A-Y-B-E-R-M-A-N. And you can follow me at Mraz CBS. I hope you enjoyed uh, what was at sometimes an awkward and uncomfortable. But I was not awkward or uncomfortable. Emotionally charged side. Yes, emotionally charged, I'll agree with. We learned a lot about Jay Berman, so yeah. tweet at him with your feelings as well. Did you tell everyone about your mustard stains on the back of your shirt? All right, that's it. We're going to take care, everybody. <laughs>